He is a Christ who is near and wants, wants to share in our life. Then he comes back from the dead, this man, and Jesus presents him to his mother. And fear comes upon all and, and they, what happens? Fear comes upon all and they glorify God. And then word of this goes out to all the surrounding region, everywhere in, everywhere in the region, they go and they tell about this. So that is the lot of those who carry the coffin. That is what could be expected for those who carry the coffin. It's not all bad news. It's not all getting depressed with the depressed and lonely with the lonely and sick with the sick and dying with the dying. What happens after that? We have an immortal Christ. I'm not, I'm not sharing in the sufferings of somebody because they're going to stay suffering forever. I'm sharing in the sufferings with somebody because this is, this is the path that will lead to resurrection. This is the death which will lead to resurrection. Death is no longer an ultimate end. It's no longer, you, you know, you live, you die, you fall off a cliff and go, fall into the abyss forever. No, now death has become, it's become a springboard to everlasting life, to resurrection. So I share in the, in, in the life and the death of my neighbor so that I can have courtside seats to the resurrection power of Christ in the life of this person. So that I can be the first one to see the work of God in the life of this person. So I can be the first one to rejoice with this person. So I can be the first one there to declare, my God is great. My God is immortal. My God has overcome death. Death has died by death and is no more because of my God. And I can glorify my God. And necessarily, necessarily, the first thing that happens when that happens is you want to go and tell the whole world about it. People often tell me, Father John, you're, you know, you made such a big sacrifice to be a priest and all of this. And I often say it's not near, it's not, it's not, a, it's not nothing compared to the sacrifice that my wife has made. Because you see, I gave up not very much so that I could have this, this, these courtside seats to watch the Raptors win the championship game time and 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 time again. So much so that it's hard for me, I become impatient to see the resurrection power in the life of somebody who's suffering because I know it's going to happen. I'm just waiting for it to happen. I'm just waiting for this person's problems we solved. I'm just waiting for this person who is not able to forgive somebody who hurt them deeply, deeply, deeply for decades. I'm just waiting to see this completely unnatural and unimaginable forgiveness pour out of their hearts. I'm just waiting to see, and I know it's going to happen, and it's just a matter of time. And then you know what? I get to see it, and I get to hear it. But that's that person's story, so I can't share that with anybody else. So the person who's made the biggest sacrifice is my wife or my family because they don't get to spend that time with me that I get to spend with others. I get my reward. I would not be surprised if I get no reward in heaven for the depth of the reward that I got on earth, seeing God work in all of your lives and all the lives that He lets us minister in. But that ministry requires for us that ministry requires for us 
to, to live life with people, to suffer in the sufferings of people, not to live detached from them, but to live close to them. And when we do, we get to witness their resurrection. We get to witness the power of God in their life. We get to be the first person there. And necessarily, that the joy of that abounds in our life. It becomes like an addiction that you start looking for death. You know, if you have a hammer, you just look for nails so you can bang them in. If you have resurrection, you just look for death so you can see it overcome by the resurrection power of Christ. I urge you, I could not encourage you any more deeply than I am now. When you meet the next person you meet who's going through a hard time, ask them how it's going. Ask them to describe it to you Ask, ask them so, until you can enter into their sufferings with them. But don't enter alone. Be sure to grab Jesus' hand along the way and say, Jesus, here's somebody who's suffering. Come, let us suffer with them and come, Lord Jesus Christ. Bring your resurrection power to them and to me. Glory be to God forever and ever. And I've sinned. Forgive me, my fathers and mo mothers and brothers and sisters. Please pray for me.